Welcome to another episode of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo, broadcasting from the new Cellmark Studios. It's the Christmas episode. Being Christmas week, we have a skeleton crew, but an entertaining episode nonetheless. Colleen Daniel has her Santa hat on. She's socially distancing from home today, along with our group of elves that makes up our About Mansfield news team. This is episode 52, and we greatly appreciate you being along for the ride. Coming up on this episode, Mansfield news, sports, and weather for the upcoming week, and a special audio Christmas card just for you. And as always, we will conclude this episode with the trivia question of the week for a $25 gift card to Dirty Job Brewing. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. This week, the COVID-19 epidemic continues its spread in Mansfield, sadly getting worse each week. Local company breaks ground on a new wellness center. In sports, Timberview and Summit take it to the next level in high school football playoffs. Some people just crack me up. I'm Home Improvement Specialist Terry Radswin, and we'll talk about one of them in the Ask Terry segment later in the show. Alexa is here with our seven-day weather forecast for the first week of winter, and Steve will talk with Santa Dave to get you into the holiday spirit. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is About Mansfield. business owners, have you thought about growing your business through social media but don't know where to start? Never fear. I'm Sonia Salazar and Wise Media Group is here offering coaching for do-it-yourself social media marketing or we can do it for you. We have packages for every budget. Wise Media Group specializes in organic Facebook and Instagram growth. Let's get Mansfield businesses connected in 2021. Give us a call for a free 30-minute consultation at 817-913- 2989. That's 817-913-2989. Or find us on social media at Wise Media Group. That's Wise, W-Y-S-E, Media Group on Facebook and Instagram. Wise Media Group, helping you make wise social media marketing decisions in 2021. Southwestern Adventist University is ranked number two in social mobility by U.S. News and World Report Regional Colleges West. That means Swahoo is one of the best schools when it comes to helping people better themselves and improve their economic circumstances. U.S. News and World Report also rank Swahoo 11th best regional college west. If you're interested in learning more about Swahoo, visit their website, swau.edu. Your logo or emblem defines who you are, so why not show it off with custom printed shirts? I'm Dana Wood with Ohana Screen Printing. We are a custom screen printing company and can print your design or help you create a new design. While t-shirts are our specialty, we can print on all kinds of apparel such as masks, hoodies, bags, you name it. Ohana means family and that's exactly why we started Ohana Screen Printing, to bring our family and community together through creative expression. We look forward to adding you to our family. Rest assured that when you do business with Ohana Screen Printing, that your dollars stay local, as we are a family-owned business based right here in Mansfield. If you're part of a business, organization, or sports team looking to make a visual presence, hit us up on Facebook or ohanascreenprinting.com. That's ohanascreenprinting.com. Welcome back to About Mansfield. This portion of the news is brought to you by Ohana Screen Printing. It may sound like a broken record, but... The COVID-19 epidemic continues to spread in Mansfield. Roving Science reporter Dennis Webb has the update. Dennis? Thanks, Steve. On Monday, December the 21st, Tarrant County reported 3,604 Mansfieldians as having tested positive, 
2,451 of those are estimated to have recovered and 52 citizens have died since the start. We had 360 new cases this past week, up from the previous week, another record high. The county estimates that we have 1,153 active cases in Mansfield. That would be the number of fellow citizens who could pass the virus to another person if both were not taking protective measures. This is also a record high. Johnson County, which has a little piece of Mansfield in it, reported 21 new cases in that part of Mansfield that is in Johnson County, another record increase. We had 11 new COVID-19 deaths in Mansfield this past week, a large number for the second week in a row. Though with today's numbers, Tarrant County corrected their reporting as 265 deaths countywide had somehow been missing from their earlier reports. These new deaths are from April through November. This is the second week we have seen stale mortality data added to the totals to date, so it's not clear if we have an increasing trend of deaths in Mansfield. Mansfield ISD reports 71 new student cases and 28 new staff cases in the last week. Not a dramatically increasing trend, but still a lot of cases in our schools. Mansfield Methodist Hospital reports its beds are 93% full, 34% of their beds have COVID patients, and all our intensive care units have been full most of the week, with 72% of the ICU beds holding COVID patients, an increase over last week. There are no COVID patients in Kindred Hospital, and there's still no report for the new Texas Health Hospital in town, though from news reports they have started taking in COVID and other patients. In other numbers, Tarrant County averaged 1,619 new cases each day this past week. That's over 1,000 each day, an increase of over 300 per day over the two recent weeks. Test positivity rate is back up to 17%, still suggesting we are not testing enough to contain the virus. Last week, the county saw an average of over 8,000 tests each day, a small increase over the previous week. Countywide hospitalization with the virus has increased to an average of 971 citizens in a hospital bed with the virus each day, another record high. In the last few days, we've seen more than 1,000 in a bed each day, and it increases every day. Each of the last 12 weeks have seen an increase in this indicator. Of these 971 patients across the county, 92 are in Mansfield Methodist. The county reported 124 deaths this week, a record high, and note that that number doesn't include the 265 deaths added as a lump today from previous months. We've had some good COVID-19 news this week. A second vaccine from Moderna has been approved, and we should see them in the county this week. This is good news, but our months of discipline are not over. County Judge Glenn Whitley still requests that we continue to follow his recommended measures of masking, distancing, hand-washing, and avoiding crowds. We see the light at the end of the tunnel, but we're still in the tunnel. In other local science news, a reminder from recent week's programs, go out and look at Jupiter and Saturn in the southwest right after sunset. They were closest together on Monday the 21st, but it's still a show as they slowly move apart right after sunset as you look to the southwest. If you have not gotten around to looking at it through your telescope, doesn't everybody have a telescope? It is still worth a peek. An interesting space story that you might have missed over the last few weeks. Two different robotic spaceships landed on Earth carrying rocks and dust from faraway alien worlds. Most recently, China's Shanghai 5 capsule landed in Mongolia in the northern hemisphere winter carrying four pounds of rock and dirt. 
Tungay 5's robot lander dug these out of the moon, packed them in a little rocket that launched off the moon. This little rocket rendezvoused with the return spaceship, which flew to Earth and dropped the capsule off in Mongolia. The previous four Chang'e spacecraft did other things on the moon, including landing a rover on the dark side of the moon. The name Chang'e, spelled C-H-A-N-G apostrophe E, is the name of a traditional Chinese moon goddess. A couple weeks before, Japan's Hayabusa 2 sent a capsule down to Earth carrying a few grams of rubble from the surface of asteroid named Ryugu, landing on Earth in the southern hemisphere summer in Australia. The Hayabusa 2 kind of banged into the asteroid and captured a small amount of material that the impact stirred up. There's a pretty cool YouTube titled Hayabusa 2's Second Touchdown that shows the, you know, floating up and then bang and rocks flying everywhere. The Hayabusa 2 dropped off its capsule at the Earth on its way to its next targets, a flyby of a small asteroid, a rendezvous with another asteroid, and maybe the planet Venus if everything goes well. Hayabusa is the Japanese word for peregrine falcon. These events don't make our news much, being achievements of other countries, our competitors on the world stage. To be sure, these countries do this to claim bragging rights, but this kind of hides the nature of the science. The actual research on these samples will be a multinational effort, as part of this bragging right is having the best scientists on the planet interested in your samples. Another part of this story... There are a lot of people involved in making this work, and these things are working really well or well-made by smart people. You, we think of the engineer, the rocket, the, you know, the rocket scientists, engineers, the research scientists, but also going into this are configuration management specialists who make sure that everything that was designed got built. Reliability and quality engineers who, who make sure that everything met its requirement and it, its requirements for reliability. Uh, program managers who sweat out the, the, the schedule day in, day out. These are the people I, I celebrate because I was one of them. And it takes a huge amount of effort coordinated very tightly to pull these kind of things off. So I hope you'll th think about this. If you're a kid, think about being one of those people because they're all marvelous. As always, we welcome any science questions from listeners. Put your question in an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Reporting from the roving science desk at About Mansfield, I'm Dennis Webb. Cellmark Corporation broke ground on Friday on what will become Mansfield's newest wellness center. Cellmark CEO James Sellers said that finding the right partner was the key to their success. We were this little ragtag company that started up in Mansfield, and we constantly ran out of room. Um, we had big ideas and not a lot of resources and not a lot of space to do it. And it was due to really the vision of the MEDC um, approaching us and trying to find a solution to enable us to continue to grow in one location. That kind of changed everything. Cellmark manufactures a line of outdoor products, and Sellers states that the Wellness Center will be an extension of their outdoor theme. We had this vision of creating a place for business and for work, but create great products to help people get outdoors. And that third phase is really that bridge of the business into the outdoors and wellness and living a healthy lifestyle. 
lifestyle. So really excited that that next phase is really, a lot of it is related to employee benefits and, and creating a place that they'll be proud to call home. And we, we're, we're gonna be setting a standard fairly high, actually very high. Uh, we wanna be the best employer in the city and hopefully the region. Selmark headquarters is located on Heritage Parkway on land that they purchased from Mansfield Economic Development Corporation. Richard Nevins is the director of MEDC, and he states that he's happy to see this Mansfield business thrive. We saw Selmark uh, back 10 years ago and saw the opportunity, and, and we've been glad to partner with them, and, and this is an example of the kind of success you can have in Mansfield. And Selmark's a great company, great employer, and we're happy to partner with them to continue their expansion here in the city. The two-story wellness center will include a healthy cafe, a racquetball court, and walking trails with more amenities to come. The grand opening has been tentatively scheduled for December of next year. In sports, filling in for Tommy Cummings, Timberview and Summit have moved on to the next tier in high school football playoffs. The Timberview Wolves scored a big 42-28 victory over the Ennis Lions last Friday night thanks to a strong ground team chalking up 328 total rushing yards. Running back Deuce Jones ran for 140 yards and four touchdowns on 21 carries and was named Offensive Player of the Week by the Dallas Morning News. The Wolves take on the undefeated Lovejoy Leopards of Lucas, Texas on Thursday, 11 a.m. at Globe Life Park. Meanwhile, the 5-4 Summit Jaguars rolled past Amarillo's Tuscosa Rebels 31-28. Wide receiver Hal Presley took home player of the game honors with three receptions, totaling 162 yards and one touchdown. Summit takes on the Colleyville Heritage Panthers 3 p.m. Saturday at Bobcat Stadium in Alito. That's it for sports. Got any sports news? Let us know. It's time for the Ask Terry Do-It-Yourself Home Improvement feature. Terry Radswin is our resident home improvement specialist, and he answers your questions about the place that you call home. Terry? In the mailbox today is a question from Sonia, and she writes, One night while cooking, I dropped a heavy pan and cracked a floor tile. What's the best way to repair cracked tile? P.S. No injuries occurred during the dropping of the pan, except my pride. You're not alone, Sonia. It's a problem that happens all the time and one with two solutions. The best solution, replacing the tile, requires that you actually have a piece of the same tile to swap out for the cracked one, and that's often not an option. But I'll still briefly take you through that process after I walk you through the less desirable fix, which is actually disguising, not repairing the crack. Because ceramic or porcelain tile is a wearing surface, you can't really just take a 50-cent bottle of acrylic paint from the craft store and drizzle a little into the crack. You need something with some lasting power. There are a couple of products you can get, and they as well come with limitations. First, you can seek out a two-part epoxy product from the local hardware or home improvement store. It's essentially a strong glue that, when the two components are mixed, will both seal the crack and help conceal it somewhat. I say somewhat because your color choices will be extremely limited. Most epoxies come in clear, white, and a couple of yellowish or grayish tones. And you'll want one that'll adhere to ceramic or porcelain, so that will limit your choices even more. In other words, the chance of you being able to color match to the glaze in the tile is pretty slim. But it's an effective repair. Mix the liquid epoxy, apply it to the crack with a small throwaway artist paintbrush, scrape off any excess on the surface with a single-edge razor blade, and you're done. The epoxy sets up quickly, anywhere from 5 to 30 minutes, depending on the formula, so you've got a quick solution that'll hold up somewhat to foot traffic. 
The other repair option gives you a better chance at color matching, but it can be a little pricey because you'll have to mix colors in order to get the right shade, so you'll have to buy several bottles of the product. I've got a firm policy of not mentioning brand names on the show, but I'll give you a hint. It's something that's a porcelain fix, and it's normally used to fix chips and sinks and appliances and such, so it's pretty durable as well. The product comes in a wide variety of colors to match even old-school fixture colors like burgundy, navy blue, and hunter green, as well as the standard white, almond, biscuit, and bone, making it possible to mix colors to achieve that almost perfect match if you're patient and careful. Again, application is simple. Just brush it into the crack and scrape off the excess from the surface with a single-edge razor blade, let it dry, and you're done. Both these methods come with a caveat, though. Floors move, even concrete pads, and there's always the chance that the crack will eventually open up again. That leads me to the better choice for a permanent fix, which is to replace the tile if you have a spare one available. It's a pretty advanced job for the do-it-yourselfer and will require some specialized tools as well. You'll have to carefully remove the grout, break up the cracked tile, remove the mortar holding it to the subfloor, and reset and regrout the tile, again providing that you know the grout color so you can match the existing. There's a grout removal attachment with a carbide bit that you can get for a handheld high-speed rotary tool, and that's what I'd recommend for taking out the grout. You'll also want to have another pair of hands holding the hose of a wet-dry vac and following the rotary tool because this process will throw a lot of dust. You could chisel out the grout, but there's a high likelihood that you'll damage an adjacent tile, so I can tell you from personal experience that the rotary tool is the better option. Once the grout is removed, then you can carefully approach the extraction of the cracked tile. Use a cold chisel or a punch to break the tile into small pieces, then carefully start chipping out the pieces from the center to the edges. You don't want there to be a possibility of the chisel hitting adjacent tiles, and starting from the outside virtually ensures that you'll end up leaning the chisel on one of those tiles to achieve the correct angle to get underneath the cracked tile. Once you've got the tile removed, you can chisel out the thin set mortar, but the better way to get it done is by using an angle grinder with a segmented diamond blade to grind the mud out. You'll still need a chisel to carefully get into the corners, but you can do the bulk of the work with the grinder. Again, another pair of hands holding the hose of a wet-dry vac is absolutely necessary during this step. Once the space is clean, you simply need to mix up a little bit of thin set, butter it onto the back of the replacement tile in tiny strips, set it to flush and level, remove any squeezed out mortar, wait a day, and grout the joints. Sound like a lot of work? It is. But this is one of the occasions where you really can't cheat the process if you want the job done the right way. And of course, if you don't feel up to the task, you can always hire it out, but it isn't going to be a cheap labor bill. So there you have it, Sonia. You can either go for the quick fix or the permanent one, but there is a solution for you either way. And if any of you have a question or a project you'd like me to address, get it to me. You can reach me through the podcast email, or you can visit my Facebook page at Ask Terry AM Podcast or my Twitter at Ask Terry AM Pod. From me to you, have a very happy and safe holiday season, no matter how you celebrate. Reporting for About Mansfield, I'm Home Improvement Specialist, Terry Radswin. If you have a home improvement question, you can send an email to askterry at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that's askterry at aboutmansfield.com. Terry will tackle another home improvement question next week. Wednesday is Festivus, a holiday for the rest of us. And of course, Friday is Christmas Day. Let's find out if Mother Nature plans to deliver some sunshine this week. Alexa? In Mansfield for the next seven days, it should alternate between sunshine and clouds. With sunshine on Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and Monday. 
Daytime highs will range between 57 and 71 degrees Fahrenheit, peaking on Tuesday. Here's the forecast for Friday, December 25th in Mansfield. Look for lots of sun, with a high of 65 degrees Fahrenheit and a low of 42 degrees. Thank you, Alexa. Merry Christmas. Thank you and Merry Christmas to the entire About Mansfield news team. According to Tarrant Regional Water District, Mansfield lawns need no irrigation this week. That's right. Keep your sprinklers off. The week will be mostly sunny and dry, and now is a good time to plan for spring landscape updates. You can learn about recommended native and adapted plants and see a map of watering recommendations for North Texas at waterisawesome.com. As I mentioned at the top of the episode, this is the Christmas show, and what you're about to hear is an audio Christmas card that I produced back in my radio days in 1997. It's a medley of the Christmas song, you know, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. This stems from having a large CD collection back then, which was cataloged in a spreadsheet. It turns out that at that time, the Christmas song was the one holiday song that I had the most copies of. In this medley, you will hear Nat King Cole, Frank Sinatra, Johnny Mathis, Carmen McRae, the Arthur Blythe Quartet, Diane Shore, Donna Summer, Tony Braxton, Anita Baker, and concludes with Hootie and the Blowfish. For the next three minutes... Enjoy. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carol being sung by a choir and folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow We'll find it hard to sleep tonight And so To kids from one to ninety-two Oh, it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas To you They know that Fly. And so I'm 
been said many times, many ways. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you. On behalf of Colleen Daniel, Stacy Maine, Dennis Webb, Terry Radswin, and Tommy Cummings, Merry Christmas from the About Mansfield News Team. Coming up after the break, we switch from news to talk. Steve will talk with Santa Dave. And don't forget the trivia question of the week concludes every episode. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. Hey Mansfield, did you know cannabis is legal in Texas? I'm Sonia Salazar, co-owner of Wise Wellness. As cannabis educators and advocates, we can answer any questions you have regarding hemp-derived CBD. Wise Wellness carries a variety of products, including oils, topicals, edibles, and pet products. We are located on FM 157 beside Mansfield Fun Jewelry. As a thank you to the About Mansfield podcast listeners, we are offering a buy one, get one free special on select products. Just mention the podcast at checkout. Follow us on social media for our latest updates. Search for Wise Wellness. That's WISE, W-Y-S-E, Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. See you soon. Hey, it's Steve Casillo. I want to take a second to tell you about Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. It's where we record and produce our weekly About Mansfield episodes. Podcast Mansfield is a full-service studio with recording, editing, mixing, and mastering capabilities, and can even help market your podcast. Podcast Mansfield is home to such great local shows, such as Ask Philip. The Face-Off Spot, and Daughter of the Other Woman, just to name a few, and handles post-production duties for remote clients, such as Coaching Through Chaos out of San Diego and Military Resource Radio from Detroit. So whether you're a hands-on person who just needs a place to record your podcast or need the help from concept to completion, Podcast Mansfield is there to help. Conveniently located on Heritage Parkway, just off of 287 in Mansfield. For more information on starting your podcast, or if you're looking for a better place to record, Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio can be found on the internet at podcastmansfield.com. That's podcastmansfield.com. Introducing Cold Hammer Stills. What is Cold Hammer Stills? It's a 70-proof chocolate cappuccino liqueur that's been distilled six times with a balanced blend of coffee, light cinnamon, and cocoa to create an enticing, robust flavor. Here, try some. Oh my gosh, Becky, 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 come here. You have to try this. Ooh, what the? This is so delicious. I've never had anything like this. I need to have some more of this. Find Cold Hammer Stills. Find liqueurs at Total Wine and More or your favorite package store. Ask for it by name. Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the transition from news to talk. And because this is the Christmas episode being released on Wednesday, December 23rd, we thought we'd try to get you into the the Christmas spirit. And so uh, we reached out to our, our network and this gentleman that, that we've got on Zoom right now was I was reading his qualifications. My gosh, it's like a it's like a who's who of Santa Clauses. He holds a master's degree in Santa Clausology from the International University of Santa Claus. He is a real bearded Santa Claus. His beard is registered with the National Beard Registry. He is a member of the International Brotherhood of Real Bearded Santas. 
the Lone Star Santas, North Texas Santas, and the Real Suit Society. Uh, Santa Dave, I think I've, I've covered just about all of it. Welcome to About Mansfield. Well, welcome, Steve, to the North Pole. It's it's a pleasure to have you here. We're we're going to uh, hopefully try to bring some some cheer to uh, to Mansfield, Texas this uh, this time. I want to find out a little bit about Santa Dave before we talk about Santa Claus. And uh, so I want to know how long have you, Dave, been a Santa? Well, as a professional Santa, this is my fourth year. I did it for the family before that. And then uh, I really decided about four years ago to get serious about it. And why did you become a Santa? I love Christmas and I love bringing joy to people. And there's no better way than being Santa. I dress in red all year long and People smile when I walk into a room. <laughs> well, I think the, sm- the smile probably comes from the beard. Well, when you have hair like this, pure white hair and a white beard, a full beard, then you're really, you're Santa all year. First of all, how long is the beard and how long did it take you to grow the beard? Well, it's a, it's a full length beard. I don't know, six, seven inches long. And I started growing my beard the day after I graduated high school in 1968. I've had it since. Okay, so you've been a Santa Claus for four years. What did you do before you were Santa Claus? I am a software engineer by trade. (laughs) I'm a professional geek. And I was a professional photographer for 30 years on the side. The the Santa industry has dramatically changed in the past year because of the COVID. How has your business been affected by by COVID, especially this year compared to the the past three or four years? Around March, all of my events that I had had scheduled from last year all canceled, and my schedule was empty in March. And about a month ago, my phone started to blow up and my email box filled up. And I have been busier this year than before. Uh, Live in-person events with social distancing and mask requirements and a lot of Zoom calls. So Santa Claus actually is wearing a mask. Santa Claus has a clear face shield that I wear. Okay. uh, And I wear a mask when necessary, but usually the clear face shield, we're socially distant, you know, eight to 10 feet away. Um, Some have plexiglass shields between Santa and the children. There's a lot of different ways that event venues are handling the the virus this year. And on any given year, let's talk about a typical year of, of. when you're a Santa, how many kids are you actually interacting with throughout a Christmas season? Uh, it sometimes well over a thousand. Wow, wow! And so you have to be uh, you have to you have to be pretty active on keeping up to date on the latest toys. Oh yes, I I, I research on the internet. Um, Toys R Us used to have that. Now Target does it with the top 100 most popular toys. And I do research on toys during the year on to know what the children are asking for. What What are the hot toys this year? Uh, Lol dolls are always big. Nerf guns this year really took off more huh. than last year. Um, uh, OMG dolls, just yeah, lots of stuff like that. A lot of frozen stuff. 
very popular with the little girls is is uh, the frozen toys. And a real popular one with little girls is live unicorns. But I have to tell them that the unicorn would jump out of the sleigh. I can't bring a live unicorn. They jump right out. <laughs> Do you have a favorite holiday movie? A Christmas story. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, the BB gun. Yes, the Red Rider BB gun. And as luck would have it, it was filmed in my hometown. It's all about a family growing up in Griffith, Indiana. And the uh, the mean kid in the movie is named Farkas. And my best friend in Griffith, Indiana was named Bob Farkas. So the movie is just like right down my alley. What brought you from Indiana to Texas? Uh, my job. I, uh, I had a chance to, I had a, a choice to transfer either to uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa or Dallas. And I said, uh, let me think a minute, Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's the first day of winter and it's 70 degrees out? Yes. As a matter of fact, when I moved here, it was snowing as I pulled out of Chicago. And when I got to here, it was 70 degrees and sunny. And I said, I am home. So even Santa likes sunshine and warmth. Uh, Santa takes a vacation to the Caribbean right after Christmas. Ah, (laughs) as well he should. I like laying on the beach after uh, that hard work driving that sleigh. We're talking with Santa Dave. He is a Santa. You're based right here in the Metroplex. Yes, and, I am. And you're bringing uh, you're bringing Christmas joy and and Christmas cheer to uh, uh, to our listeners here in in Mansfield, Texas. Merry Christmas to everybody! Only a few days away now. I, I, I kind of feel uh, like like maybe I shouldn't ask this question because it's almost like asking a comedian to tell a joke. But can I get you to say ho, ho, ho? Ho, ho, ho. Every Santa has a different way of doing that. Some have low, booming voices and ho, 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 you know, very loud and booming. And some have more of a giggle. So every Santa you hear is different. And your ho-ho is... A little lighter, a little jollier. Ho-ho-ho. Now, on your website, I saw a piece that looked like it came from Times Square. Are you in that ad? Is that... Uh... I am. It was a uh, a lipstick ad, and a, they had a pretty model kiss Santa on the cheek and surprised me, and then that made the uh, jumbotron in Times Square. And that's, that's going to be a tough gig, then, having a pretty model... Kiss the cheek of yes, Santa Claus. Yes, it was always very tough. Mrs. Claus was with me the whole time. <laughs> and she approved. She approved I, it. Because yeah. it was right there on the oh, on the Jumbotron. Yeah, that was that's the first time I've appeared on the Jumbotron. Where have some of the places you have appeared on large screen? Uh, you do have a uh, very professional resume. So where, where are some of the places that we could have seen Santa Dave without the COVID this year? Uh, boy, uh, some of the local magazines and podcasts here in the DFW Metroplex. I've been on several now. So right now with the COVID, you're doing a lot of Zoom uh, greetings with the with the kids and which which opens up a whole new era for for Santa Claus that uh, you no longer have to be in person. How has that changed your your business, uh, your business scope? It has 
changed everything for the Santas that have the ability to do it. Unfortunately, some Santas aren't technical and couldn't set up a studio to do the the video calling. And the ones that could, it's opened up the whole world to us now. We can be a Santa. Uh, They said, today, I'm recording two video messages to children in the Philippines. Wow. And some people are doing Zoom calls with children in every continent, but... South South uh, Pole. I yeah. mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. So it's really opened up the whole world. I've done my Zoom calls have been in at least 20 or 30 states. It appears that the Zoom technology has taken your meetings or greetings to the kids uh, to the next level. You've got a fairy that can kiss you on the cheek. You've got a uh, elves wandering around in the background. What what else can you do? <laughs> I can actually have a conversation off screen. I can I can say uh, my my naughty and nice elf across the room. Right here in the same room I am. Uh, Neville, can you look up a name on the naughty and nice list for me? Sure, Santa. What would you like me to look up? Steve. Okay, give me just a minute. He's pretty fast. Well, Santa, I found them on the nice list. All the children are on the nice list, so that's a safe one. (laughs) And what's the process? Not that I'm trying to get people to line you up uh, for this year, but in the event that COVID stretches or the Zoom era stretches into 2021, what is the process that a parent would go through to uh, uh, to line up the greeting with you and the, and the child? Yes, I have the parents fill out a form with uh, several questions and, and, you know, a paragraph to tell me a little bit about the child, about special circumstances. Did they do something very well in school this year? Is there something that they need to improve on that Santa might mention to, you know, if you work on that, I'd be really happy. Um, I had a little six-year-old girl the other day, the one that'll stick in my mind this year. Uh, she mentioned that she was very sad. She was supposed to go to Spain to visit her cousin and the, it was, the trip was canceled and she was really looking forward to it. And I was able to say, well, that's okay, because I'm going to stop at Alejandra's house and bring her a special gift. And her jaw hit the desk. And at the end of the phone call, at the end of the the Zoom call, she said, Santa, you've blown my mind. (laughs) Because you already knew something about her and, and knew her relative's name. Yes, I knew her cousin in Spain. What are the chances of that? So yeah, though having that type of information ahead of time allows me to, to interact with a child far more than than having a child come up to me and sit on my lap at a mall or anything. Uh, I can actually converse with a child having some knowledge. Santa knows all. Santa knows all. He knows when you're awake. He knows when you're asleep. Yes. <laughs> Santa, Dave, do you, uh, do you have a favorite ice cream? Uh, boy, vanilla, I think. Yeah. Any toppings on that or just plain vanilla? Oh, toppings, sprinkles. Got to have sprinkles on it of, of red, especially red sprinkles. 
We are talking with Santa Dave, and he's uh, again bringing a little uh, bringing a little cheer to the the city of Mansfield, at least by way of the About Mansfield podcast. Uh, Santa Dave, we're about to do what's called the lightning round. The lightning round is is the listener's way of getting to know you personally, and the lightning round is is, is a very simple. A very simple game of this or that. So when I say this or that, you respond with what what is your favorite of this okay. or that. I mean, we, and we start off simple with day or night. Night. You see, you're you're on a roll. That's good. Okay. Candy canes or sugar plums? Candy canes. The elves especially like the candy canes. Pancakes or waffles? Cakes. Cakes. Oh, not uh, not fruit cakes. No, red velvet cakes naturally because my suit is red velvet. Santa Claus is coming to town or I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Oh, Santa Claus is coming to town. You passed the test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it was a test. It's, it's Santa Dave, what's your favorite cookie? All of them, especially the round ones. <laughs> For next year, because it's a little late right now, but if... Uh, if a parent wants to, or or even a corporation wants to bring you in for a live event, or uh, a senior facility wants to bring you in for an event, how can our listeners get in touch with Santa Dave? Uh, my website is PlanoSanta.com. I'm based in Plano, but I travel around the entire North Texas area at Christmas time. Santa Dave, I hope we get to see you sometime in Mansfield. Well, I'll be there Christmas Eve, of course. Absolutely. Can we get a ho, ho, ho one more time? Ho, ho, ho. North Pole signing off. Santa Dave, appreciate your time. And thank you for being on About Mansfield. Thank you very much, Steve. We'll be right back. Due to COVID-19, the record amount of unemployment and loss of health benefits to Mansfield area residents has been staggering. I'm Carmen McMillan, Executive Director of Mansfield Mission Center. There's never been a more critical time for the Mission Center to offer essential services. During the pandemic, the Mission Center has assisted hundreds of Mansfield area families with financial assistance, employment help, food, and or medical care. If you or someone you know is in need of assistance, Mansfield Mission Center is here for you. For more details, visit our website at mansfieldmission.org. That's mansfieldmission.org. This is usually where we say congratulations to our latest trivia winner, but apparently, and for the first time in 52 episodes, we have stumped the listening audience. And admittedly, who was Mansfield's first veterinarian was a pretty difficult question. We even out-googled the Google. According to the book, The History of Mansfield, Texas, it was Dr. James Allman, and he practiced from 1908 until his death in 1960. By the way, if you would like to stay one step ahead of our trivia questions, The History of Mansfield, Texas book can be purchased at the Historical Museum on Main Street. We're going to hang on to the $25 gift card to Dirty Job Brewing and come up with a creative way to give it away in the near future. In the meantime, it is time for the highly coveted, wildly popular trivia question of the week. The first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com will receive... A $25 gift card to Dirty Job Brewing. They are located at 117 North Main Street in Historic Mansfield, serving craft beer that is made right there on the premises, and a variety of pizzas, sandwiches, and much, much more. Check them out on the web at Dirty Job Brewing. 
Com. Let's get to this week's question, and Eva Google knows the answer to this one. Colleen? Well, Steve, on Main Street in 1884, J.H. Wright owned the Big Daylight Store, which was the leading retail center in Mansfield until World War II. The Phillips Department Store occupied the J.H. Wright building in the 1960s and into the 1970s. This week's trivia question is, what business currently occupies the J.H. Wright Building. Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, what Main Street business currently occupies the J.H. Wright Building? Good luck, and thanks to Derek at Dirty Job for the gift card. Coming up next week on About Mansfield, it is our one-year anniversary, and we will talk about how to kickstart 2021 on the healthy side in studio with health and wellness expert, Dr. Myrna Masri-Sellers. The show will be released on Wednesday, December 30th. Until then, don't forget to follow this podcast if you haven't already, so you never miss an episode. It's free and it's easy. Just enter your email address on our website, aboutmansfield.com. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Reporters, Stacy Main and Dennis Webb. City Council Recap, Casey Lewis. School Board Recap, Courtney Lackey-Wilson. Home Improvement Feature, Terry Radswin. Sports, Tommy Cummings. Post-Production Editing, Mixing, and Mastering, Steve Casillo. And we thank you for listening. On behalf of the entire news team, Merry Christmas. I'm Steve Casillo, and this is About Mansfield. Oh, North Pole signing off.